And I'm going to ask you to stand for the reading of God's Word when you get there. Amen. John chapter 10, looking at verse 3 through 11. Amen. A new series called Hearing the Voice of God. How many of y'all believe we need to be able to hear the voice of God? Amen. How many of y'all know the difference between the voice of God and the voice of the devil? <clears throat> Some of you say you do. All right. We're going to find out. <laughs> John chapter 10, verse 3. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he should call his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger they will not follow, but will follow from him, for they know not the voice of the stranger. Verse 6. For this parable Jesus spoken to them, but they understood not the things which he spoken to them. Then Jesus said to them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pastures. The thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy. I come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Father, we thank you this morning for the reading of your word. We invite you, Holy Spirit, to minister to us. Open up our hearts, our minds to receive and to comprehend in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen, Amen. The sheep hear His voice. He calls His own sheep by name. Do you know that God knows your name? Hmm? God knows your name. God knew your name before your mama knew your name. Hello? Hello? One scripture tells us, I think in Jeremiah, that He knew us before we were ever formed in the womb. God knew us. He, he called you by name before your mama ever called you. That's precious. That's precious. Amen. But we are the Lord's sheep. We must come to God as sheep. Have you ever done a study on sheep? You ever been around a sheep, looked at a sheep? Sheep are weak. They are weak. They're weak creatures. They're not strong. Sheep have to be led to green Pastures. They don't even have enough sense to go find food. Hello? Amen? So they're weak and they're not able to feed themselves. They have to be led to green pastures. Amen? Sheep have to be led to calm waters. Sheep will not drink out of a, of a, a rushing water, a, a creek running. It has to be a calm water. You know why? Because sheep are very scared creatures. They get scared about the littlest things. And that running water scares them. This is why Psalms tells us that He leads us to the calm waters. We are God's sheep. Isn't it wonderful to know that God looks at you and compares you to an animal? A sheep of all the creatures that God ever made. He compares you and I to an animal called a sheep. A very timid animal. Not an animal that's all that smart either. Come on. 
Most animals, you don't have to leave the evergreen pastures. They know to go get it. I mean, you put a cow out in the field, brother, you have to take that cow and show him where to go eat. He, he knows where to go eat. You pull up in your tractor and that cow's following you to the fence. Where's my hay? Huh? Amen. But the sheep has to be led to green pastures. They will stay in a dry place. They will stay out there and eat no dry dirt and dry grass and dry hay. And they won't get the green nourishment that they need. They need a leader to lead them to green pastures. And that leader is called a shepherd. A shepherd leads his sheep. He leads them. And so here we are looking at this comparison and realizing that God does not look at us as roaring lions. God does not look at us as raging bulls. God does not look at us as some big elephant creature, some big muscles and all of this. He doesn't look at us that way, but instead He compares us to sheep. Our relationship with God is that we are His sheep and He is our shepherd. And if we will allow Him, here's a key word, allow. If we will allow Him, He will lead us to calm waters. Amen? He will lead us to green pastures. He will lead us away from the wolves. Amen? Sometimes wolves come in in sheep clothing. But the Master knows which one are sheep and which one are wolves. Come on. Amen? I mean, no, you can't judge a book by its colors. All right, somebody's with me today. So, the shep- we need a shepherd. We need somebody to tell us when to come in out of the rain. Hello, church. It's raining today. Amen. My wife don't have enough sense, Sister Bonnie, to come in out of the rain. Instead, she thinks that's playtime. I'm going to walk out there. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. What are you doing? <laughs> Angel loves the rain. You, if it's raining, you probably have seen her, haven't you? You even Xavier probably seen her since y'all live across the street. She will be outside walking in the parking lot of the church, just worshiping God and just walking around and enjoying the rain. Now it goes back to her childhood, and she'd say that was the only time she had peace. That was the only time she felt God. She didn't take her to church when she was little. So the only time she felt peace and felt God is when it was raining. And she just loves rain. She loves rain today. Now me, I, I'm not, uh-uh. I, like, I, I like my rain hot. Come on. And coming out of a shower I can control. Hello, church. Amen. I, I like my, my hot water, like I, my hot coffee, you know what I'm saying? I don't drink cold coffee and I don't take hot, uh, cold showers. I want it hot. Amen. Burning hot. I get out of the shower and I'm ready because it's not burning, you know. I like it hot. Amen. Angel's just the opposite. <laughs> just the opposite. <laughs> but praise God, you know. Listen, we are God's sheep. We do not have enough sense in this world to know if we need to come in or go out. Amen? I'm stepping all over somebody's pride this morning. But I'm going to tell you, if you pride for you a billy goat, you ain't a sheep. Ooh, did he just say that? I said, if you pride for you a billy goat, you ain't a sheep. Because sheep are humble. Sheep are humble. And they, and they humble under the shepherd. I'm so grateful this morning that I can call Jesus Christ my shepherd. Aren't you? Amen. He is my shepherd. Amen. Amen. 
Listen, we have to lay down our pride. We have to lay down our arrogance. We have to humble ourselves under the Lordship of Jesus Christ as little sheep needing a Lord to feed us, water us, protect us, and lead us around because we don't know or have enough sense to lead ourselves. Amen? Is this okay this morning? Isn't it wonderful to come to church and the pastor just tell you you ain't got enough sense to lead yourself? Come on. Amen. You see, we need to allow the Lord to lead us. We need to humble ourselves as a sheep of God and allow the Lord to, he- to lead us. Amen? Right. To lead us. Come on. If you can humble yourself as a sheep under the shepherd of the Lord Jesus Christ, then you are putting yourself in a position to hear from heaven. Are y'all listening to me? We're talking about hearing the voice of God. We're talking about hearing the, if you can humble yourself as a sheep and allow the Lord to be your shepherd, you are positioning yourself. You're putting yourself at a place where you can hear from heaven and hear Jesus call your name. Have you ever heard the Lord call your name? I have. Amen. Have you ever heard the Lord call your name? He's he's, he's calling us. All we got to do is listen. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and another they will not follow. Can you hear the voice of God? Can you truly hear the Lord calling you? Do you hear the Lord saying your name? I've had the Lord say my name to the point I thought it was audible. And when I realized it was the Lord, I turned around, yes, Lord. What? What, what, what? what was happening? I was, I, I'm so grateful that the Lord has allowed me and took me through a process of things so I can humble myself. But I'm going to tell you, this is a process. You don't wake up overnight and become a sheep. Amen. I was born a billy goat. You understand? Huh? I went through a transformation. This is what we call it. That sign out there, renewed, transformed, recreated. That was me. I was born a billy goat attitude. Come on. I was stubborn, hard-headed. Come on. Something getting in my way, we just hit it harder. Huh? How many billy goats we got in the house? Don't, don't raise your hand. Uh-huh. Don't point your finger at your neighbor. I'm a sheep. This was a billy goat you're talking about, preacher. Huh? Don't look around. We look around, me, Oh, don't look around the people. <laughs> Well, listen, I was born a billy goat. I was stubborn. I was arrogant. Amen. I was butting my head with everything that got in my way. I had to go through a process to become humble as a sheep. To get to the place that I could hear from heaven. And I'm so grateful that I could hear from heaven. I'm so grateful I could hear the Lord call my name. One day I was out here, Brother Frankie, and I was pulling my trailer. And y'all see my trailer parked around back. And I was pulling my trailer, you know, and I used it to, you know, do, the, do so many different things around here. And, and, and my little granddaughter, Charlotte, was with us that weekend. And, and I had pulled my truck and my trailer right up underneath the pavilion of the church. And, uh, and I, I thought I was the only one outside. I went outside, and I'm walking to the truck, and I got inside the truck. 
And, and I, I was telling myself I need to back up for some reason. I need to back the trailer up. I forget what it was I was doing. But I put it in reverse. And when I put it in reverse, now you have to understand, the VA says I need hearing aids. Huh? The VA says I have a hearing problem. Huh? I, I, I came out of the Army with this ringing thing going on in my ear. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And the VA said, you know, you need to you need hearing aids because you don't hear so well. And you go back through all my military records from the time I joined the military to the time I got out. Every, every hearing test I took was less and less. By the time I got out of the military, they said, I need hearing aids. I'm inside my truck. I put it, oh, by the way, God, you'll do that. I put, I put my truck in reverse. And I started to back up. And, and, and I'm looking in my mirror at my trailer. And all of a sudden, I heard, bah, bah. but it was quiet. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, stop. And it was loud. I heard Papa quietly. I heard loud, loud. I mean, stop loud. I stopped. I looked in my mirror. I didn't see nothing. And then the Lord spoke to me. He said, Charlotte's right behind the trailer. The Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said, Charlotte, told me to stop. And then told me Charlotte was right behind the trailer. I put it in park. I got out of the truck. And sure enough, Charlotte was standing right behind the trailer saying, I'm so grateful. Amen. I'm so grateful. My Lord. My Lord, if I couldn't hear my master, if I could have heard my shepherd that day, my Lord. I don't know if I can still stand here before you right now. I don't know where I would be. Mentally. Mentally. I don't know where I would be, Lonnie. This little girl's only five years old now. Probably four then. She's not very outspoken. Not very outspoken. I walked away from that situation. I said, thank you, Lord, for healing my ears. Because I heard that baby say, Papa. But it wasn't enough. Just because I heard a distance say, Papa. How many of you ever been somewhere and you, you thought you heard somebody call your name? And you looked around and there was nobody there. But it was just a whisper. Huh? And you looked around and nobody here. Must be here. Thing. Okay. And you go on about your business. That's what I thought was happening. I, I'm just, I just left the house. She's inside the house. You know, maybe she said pop off before I walk out the door. She, she was coming after me for some reason. I, I can't remember what it was. But she was bringing me something. She was coming after me. And she said, Papa, softly. She, she wasn't very loud at all. She's not a very loud spoken child. But I heard God very loudly say, stop. And told me that she was behind me. I walked away and I said, thank you, Jesus, for healing my ears that I could hear my baby say, Papa, come on, church. I was so grateful that day that God had touched me with His anointing and opened up my ears that I could hear. Come on, church. I would have backed all over that baby. Not seeing her in my mirrors, not knowing she was there. Who knows when I would have stopped? I told my daughter about it. And I'm going to tell my family I, because they, my kids used to whisper around me when they didn't want me to hear something. You know, you have kids like that. My daughters would get together and they want to talk about daddy. They would just start whispering because I couldn't hear them. Huh? Huh? Yeah. If you've got a hearing problem, you've got kids whispering and they don't know you can't hear them. 
So they begin to whisper around me. And I couldn't hear them. And I told them, I said, I told them I have a shot. And I said, I'm telling you, God healed me. The next time we had a family gathering, the girl started whispering. I said, y'all need to stop talking about me. I can hear you. What? I said, I told you God healed me. But my daughter still didn't believe me. And one day I'm out here pressure washing the playground, brother. And I'm out there and that thing's a humming. You know how the pressure washers hum? You know? It's hard to hear when something's humming around you. It's hard to hear. Because I, and I'm pressure washing all my green stuff off of the playground. And I'm just going. And I didn't know it. I didn't even know they were here. But my daughter Cindy and little Charlotte came walking up behind me. And boy, I'm in full blast. And Charlotte says, Yes, baby. And my daughter's mouth dropped open. She said, you heard that? I said, yeah. And, we, and she was standing between here and that sound booth away from me. She wasn't up on me. She said, I can't believe you just heard her. She whispered that. I said, I told you, my God heals. Come on, church. My God heals. I'm so grateful, me, Mom. That I can hear audibly. I can hear with my physical ears. But I'm more grateful, Sister Bonnie, that I can hear spiritually. Because I can hear my master on the inside of me when he calls my name. And he tells me something so important. I'm all, I'm, forever, I will be grateful. When I get to heaven, I will still be grateful that I heard the voice of God say, Stop, Charlotte's right behind you. Amen. Mm. One time I was at youth camp in the middle of July. It was hot. Kids were on my nerves. I had to get away from them. <laughs> I walked up to a church right up the road from the youth camp. We were in a little city called Junction City, Georgia. Anybody ever heard of Junction City, Georgia? That's where our youth camp was at. 33 acres of, of land right there. Little white, little white Baptist church sitting right in the middle of Junction. I'm talking about a population maybe of 40 people, if that. Not a city. I don't know what they call it a city for. It should have been more like a community gathering. But at the little Baptist church in the middle of July, I'm hot, I'm tired, I'm aggravated, kids are on my nerves. And I walked to the, to the little church and I just sat down at the door of the church and I took my glasses off and I'm sitting there and I'm just wiping the sweat off of my face because it's July and it's hot in South Georgia. Amen. Come on. Amen. If you like to eat mosquitoes and gnats, you need to live in South Georgia because there's plenty of them down there. And I'm sitting there and I'm just wiping and my eyes are closed and I'm just wiping the sweat off my face. And all of a sudden I heard the Holy Spirit say, you need to get up, there's a snake right beside you. My glasses are off, I can't see. And I'm wiping the sweat is in my eyes and I'm doing like this. And the Holy Spirit says, get up, there's a snake right beside you. I turned. And there was a black snake crawling right to me. I jumped up, Sister Bonnie. I started speaking in tongues. I started rebuking the devil. That snake got nervous. That snake could hear me. Because I began to rebuke the devil. And the louder I got rebuking that devil, that snake turned around and went crawling in the other way. I don't know what kind it was. It was alive. And it hung around me. It was about to be dead. You know? so come on, church. I'm so grateful I could hear the Holy Ghost speak to me Amen. And, get, and tell me I was in danger. I don't know if it was poisonous or not. Listen, the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. It might have been. It must have been. I mean, he's telling me for a reason. It wasn't just because I don't like him. 
Amen. Then he crawled away from me, and I, I thank God I could hear on the inside. But listen, it took me a while to get here, Mimo. I had to go from a billy goat attitude to a sheep mentality. Come on. I had to humble myself under the mighty hand of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is why I tell people, you say, Jesus is your Lord. My question is, is Jesus, uh, is he Jesus my Savior? But is Jesus your Lord? Is he your shepherd? Because when he's your shepherd, the scripture Jesus says himself. Jesus said this. Paul didn't say this. Matthew didn't say this. Peter didn't say this. Come on. Timothy didn't say this. Pastor Blue didn't say this. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. I call them by name. And another they will not follow. Right. Huh? Amen. Right. A sheep, a flock of sheep, they get used to a sound of a voice. They know there's safety in that voice. They know there's leadership in that voice. They know there's, there, come on, there's, there, there's equality in that voice. There's love in that voice. And a stranger come up, they will not hear. They'll run from it. Church, we need to be like the sheep that God's talking about. And we need to run from the strange voices that are talking to us. And run to the only one shepherd voice that will comfort us and lead us and guide us. Oh, come some on, somebody. We need to hear the voice of the Master this morning. Mm. Amen. Be careful. Church, be careful what voices you're listening to. Mm. Can you hear from God and know His voice? Does the voice you hear sound a lot like yours or someone else's? The voice you hear. You say, well, God's speaking to me. What does it sound like? Is it your voice you hear? Is it somebody else's voice you hear? Is it a voice you never heard before? You don't know any human that, that's ever sounded like this before. Amen. How do you know God's got His own voice? Jesus has His own voice. Hmm? Amen. How many of you... I've got, I've got a friend of mine. Boy, I love John. John was... Uh, he was my best friend for years and years. And... He's been, he's been passed away now for, whew, I guess, 10, 15 years ago. Maybe longer, I can't remember. He's been passed away for a long time. And I can still hear John's voice calling my name and talking to me. He was an Air Force guy. I was an Army guy. And every time I would pick up the phone, how you doing today, Army Cuke? I said, what are you doing, Air Force Butte? But I can still hear John's voice when I think of him. I can still hear my grandmother's voice when I think of her. I can still hear my grandfather's voice when I think of my grandfather. Amen. I can still hear my mama singing. Huh? I mean, I can still hear your mama singing. Her, her favorite song. Was God on the mountain? I can't, I can't hear that song without hearing my mama. I can hear my mama's. If I'm singing the song, I can hear my mama's voice joining me in singing the song. I don't know if y'all can hear it. I can hear it. I can hear mama's voice. After all these years, 
Amen. Now the apostles walked with Jesus physically. You and I have not. The twelve apostles lived with Him for three years. They knew the voice, the sound of Jesus, our Messiah, in the physical form of a man. They knew His voice. And, and nobody has to tell me, I'm sure, even though they lived 30, 40 years longer than Jesus did, I'm sure that before they died, they could tell you the distinct difference between Jesus' voice and anybody else's. Just like you can tell the difference in your mama's voice and anybody else's. Amen? Now I want to tell you something. Sometimes God will use a voice that you're familiar with to speak to you. Just like you heard your daddy's voice that says, get up and check on your mama. That was God speaking to you. Something happened to your mama. The Holy Ghost spoke. But see, God knew you needed to take it serious. And you needed to respond now. So he used your daddy's voice. He sounded like your daddy. And he spoke to you. So something happened. You got up and checked on your mama. God will use a voice that you're familiar with. Sometimes God will use a preacher that you hear a lot. <laughs> I had some favorite preachers and God would speak to me and it would, it would be the voice of that preacher as God was leading me something. Amen. But it's God speaking to you. Sometimes God will speak to you from a child. I can remember my little Cindy, just a little baby, and man, she spoke something and I'm like, yes, Lord. <laughs> What she spoke was from God. It wasn't from her. Amen. Have you ever had God speak to you from a child? Use the child to speak to you? And you knew when you heard it, oh, this is, this is the voice of God. God speaking to me through this child telling me something. Amen. So God will use, He can use different voices. And I'll tell you, I believe the reason why is because you and I did not walk physically with Jesus. But we live spiritually with Jesus. Amen. Now there's been times that I've heard a voice that I knew it was God and I had no identity with it. There is no human being that I know that sounded like that. And I knew it was God speaking to me. Amen. So we know we can hear the voice of God. Aren't you grateful that you can hear the voice of God today? Amen. But we got to be careful what voices we are listening to because 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 14 says Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. In verse 15 it says, therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness. Now I've told you many times it don't take a theology degree, a Ph.D., to figure out some things about the spiritual realm of the world and the Bible. Sometimes it just takes some common sense. And right here we can apply some common sense and say that if Satan can transform his physical being into an angel of light and his demons can transform themselves into a minister of righteousness. Does your Bible just say that? Right there it is. Then it ain't a far stretch to realize that Satan can speak to you and make you think you're hearing from God. Huh? Huh? Hey, there's been times that the devil has spoken to me. And at first I thought it was God speaking. 
Hmm. Well, we're getting deep in something right now, aren't we? We got to be careful what voices we are listening to. We got to be careful and know because if Satan can transform his physical appearance, he can sound like your mama. He can sound like your daddy. He can sound like the voice that you say is Jesus. Come on, church. And he can sound like your own. Amen. Amen. One of the fastest ways I know if I hear my own voice inside and it's God speaking to me, is He's so much more intelligent than I am. I said, God, I know that's you because I'm not that smart. Come on. Anybody with me? You ever had something just come to you and it was so profound? You're like, there's no way I thought of that. There's no way I came up with that. Amen. The voices you hear inside can sound like your own voice. It can sound like people you know. It can even sound like your preacher's voice. Hello. Satan can disguise himself in many voices, and he does. He does. Amen. Amen. So the question that comes as we, as we study this and as we read this, but how can we know for certain that the voice speaking to me is God's voice? How do we know for certain that the voice that's speaking to me is God's voice. Well, I'm going to tell you, for one thing, Satan would not have told me that little Charlotte was walking behind my traitor. No. He would have loved to have seen a horrific accident of that. Because that would have been devastating to my entire family and crushed me. So I know that that wasn't Satan. Come on. So how can we know for certain that the voice speaking is God's voice? Remember, Satan tempted Jesus quoting scriptures. Amen? I said Satan quoted Jesus. Angel, can you just take all that off, please? I don't know what you're doing, honey, but just take that off the screen. Yeah, just take it off, honey. So Satan tempted Jesus by quoting scriptures. Just because the voice inside you is quoting scriptures does not mean that's God either. It doesn't mean it. Just because you hear a voice quoting scriptures, that does not mean that's God. Satan quoted scriptures at Jesus in, the, in temptation in the desert. Hello? Man, we're we, we getting into something, aren't we? How many of y'all believe this is really important? We're living in the last days. We need to know the difference. Are we hearing from heaven or are we not? We need to know. So these are important things. These are very important things. Jesus told us in his word that we, will, that we will hear multiple voices of strangers, but the sheep will only follow his voice. Are we sheep? Look, come on, look over at your neighbor and say, bye. Come on, we sheep. But we will only follow his voice. Amen. How to know if the voice inside you is God's voice speaking to you or not? The answer is simple. The answer is simple. Turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. It's so simple, but yet so profound. So simple, but yet so profound. The answer is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Read with me. 
Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels and have not love, your King James might say charity, but charity is, is love that gives, and so we, we're still talking about love. I become as a sounding brass and a tingling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could uh, remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love envieth not. Love vaunteth not itself. It is not puffed up. Does not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil. Rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Beareth all things. Believeth all things. Hopeth all things. Love never fails. So the answer is simple. How do I know if this is the voice of God speaking to me? Does it sound like it came off the pages of 1 Corinthians 13? Huh? Does it sound that way? Does it sound that way? Because love is patient. Love is sincere. Love is kind. And love is thoughtful. Does the voice inside of you sound that way? Hmm. Amen. If the voice inside of you is, is saying, you need to just put them in their place. Come on. That don't sound like love. Well, why don't you just say a prayer, heal them or kill them, God. That don't sound like love either. Amen. So is the voice speaking to you filtered through the love of God? Amen. Are you hearing the love of of God in the voice that's speaking to you. Listen what love is not. Love is not jealous. Love is not envious. Love does not brag on itself. Hello? Love is not proud. Love is not arrogant. Love is not rude. It is not self-seeking. Love is not overly sensitive or easily angered. You know, a sheep is none of those things either. Bah! Bah! We got to be sheep. Come on, say it with me, son. We got to be sheep. We got to be sensitive. We got to be thoughtful. We got to be kind. We got to walk in love. Because the devil don't know how. And the devil can't speak in love. Come on. The devil's not thoughtful. The devil's deceitful. The scripture says he cannot tell the truth because he's full of lies. He's a liar. He's an accuser of the brethren. Come on. Well, I just feel the Holy Ghost telling me that she's got a Jezebel spirit. We just need to run her up out of the church. Jezebel. Come on. Does that sound like love? She might have a Jezebel spirit, but you need to get her to the altar. Come on. And get her saved, not run her out of the church. Amen. So we need to Listen, does the voice talking to you sound like love? Did it come off the pages of 1 Corinthians? Turn your Bibles to 1 John. 1 John chapter 5. If you don't know where 1 John is, find 2 John. If you don't know where 2 John is, find 3 John. Come on, it's in there. 1 John comes before 2 and 3 though. 1 John chapter 5. 
And we're going to look at verse 7. We're going to talk about these things. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in the earth, the Spirit, and the water, and the blood. And these three agree in one. You see, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost in heaven. Amen? On earth... The Spirit, which we could be your Spirit, could also be the Holy Ghost. The water, which represents not only the Holy Ghost in Scripture, but also represents repentance of our sins. We're baptized in water. And the blood, that speaketh better things than that of Abel, because it speaketh forgiveness and love. Amen. These three things agree. On, in heaven, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost agree. On earth, the Spirit, the water, and the blood agree. Agree. Your spirit, listen to this, a born again in person, your spirit, if you're born again, if you're not born again and you don't know Jesus, I'm not even talking to you. Because you're spiritually dead. But if you're born again, your spirit's alive. Your spirit will agree with the waters of repentance, come on, and the Holy Ghost. And your spirit will always agree with the blood of Forgiveness. The voice you're hearing, if it's from God, will always agree with the Father, will always agree with the Word, and will always agree with the Holy Ghost. Huh? Jesus told us that we needed three witnesses to establish any kind of court, any kind of ruling. You better find three. Listen, don't build doctrine on one, on one scripture. You better find three. That's what Jesus taught the church. Amen. The, your spirit that was born again, if you hear a voice inside of you telling you something, your spirit is going to bear witness. Yeah, I, I feel love on that. Your spirit is going to bear witness. I've read that in scripture. I, I know what I know the scripture says that. Come on. You see, your spirit that was, the spirit inside of you, your soul that was born again, it's going to agree because it's got the Holy Ghost. It's got Jesus on the inside. Listen, you and Jesus have become one on the inside, and Jesus will agree with his word. And Jesus will agree with his Holy Ghost. Come on, because the Holy Ghost is inside of you. Listen, the Holy Ghost don't fight himself. Huh? God does not contradict himself. Jesus don't say one thing, the Father say another, hello, and the Holy Ghost say something totally different. In heaven, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost will always agree. On earth, the Spirit, come on, the water and the blood always agrees. If you got born again, I hope I'm helping somebody this morning. You got the Holy Ghost inside of you that, that gave birth to your spirit, that, that washed you in the blood of Jesus Christ for forgiveness of sins, hello? Hello? Not physically, but spiritually. You and I did not physically stand underneath the cross and the physical blood of Jesus come out and hit us. It's a spiritual transformation. Hello? It's a spiritual thing that happens. The blood of Jesus Christ spiritually, come on, in the spirit realm where the real world is, 
washed our black sins away, come on, and turned us from Billy goats into sheep, come on, and we became the lambs of God, the sheep of the family from heaven. Come on, church, and Jesus became our shepherd. The Holy Ghost inside of you, Jesus inside of you, and Jesus even told us, come on, that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, come on, wants to live inside of you and be one with you. I'm so grateful for the blood of Jesus. I'm so grateful that Jesus died on the cross to save me. Come on. I'm so grateful I don't have to live on this planet without the Holy Ghost. My Lord, I can't imagine that. But we did before we got baptized. Before we accepted Jesus, we were living in a world without God. So God inside of you will always agree with that written word of God. If the voice you're hearing does not agree with the written word of God, then honey, it ain't God. Huh? Find you a scripture to stand on. And if you don't know it, find, call Bonnie, call, call somebody. Call Jan, call me, Mom, call me. Call somebody and help. let us help you find a scripture. Honey, what are you looking for? Amen? And we will find a scripture that you can stand on that will agree with what you're hearing. Amen? Because the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost will always agree and never disagree. And Jesus is the written word of God. Amen. Amen. So let's recap. Come on, Brother Hagan. We're going to recap and then we're going to, we're going to pray. And we're going to have we got some spiritual food this morning. We're going to have some physical food. Amen. Stay with me, church. Stay with me. So just to recap, the voice of God will come from love. It will come from a place of patience, sincerity, kindness, and thoughtful. Number two, the voice of God will always agree with the word of God and the Holy Ghost and vice versa. Amen. And number three, the voice of God will always promote, lift someone else up and not himself. Hmm. Jesus always promoted and lifted up the Father. Look at your Bible. All through the Gospel. Always lifted up the Father. The Father always lifted up the Son. This is my begotten Son in whom I am well pleased. He always lifted up the Son. Amen. And they both always lifted up the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost always lifts them up. Amen. You see, we're not supposed to put brothers and sisters in Christ down. We're supposed to lift them up. Because that's what God does. He lifts up. Amen. We must humble ourselves as God's sheep. A defenseless, weak little creature in the eyes of God. And when we humble ourselves, we can rest assured that we'll hear the shepherd's voice and another we will not follow. There's more to talk about. Next week, if the Lord allows, we're going to get into the voice of the devil talking to us as well. Different voices that are out there. My Lord, everybody's a prophet today. Are all these prophets from God? No. 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 
There's a big upset right now in the prophetical world because a well-known preacher came out and denounced some false prophets. Well, my Lord, one false prophet was talking about Jello Mountain in heaven and talking about waterfalls of chocolate, Christmas town in heaven, and Santa Claus is there. Yes. This is supposed to be a prophet in today's time that is well known saying these things. Another prophet not too long ago in Nashville, Tennessee, told everybody there that if you don't believe that there's jello mountains in heaven, then you just ain't, you can't hear from God, you ain't going to heaven, and told them that, that you need to learn to trust the prophets because the prophets have a special code from God, and they're the only ones that can understand that Bible. Thank God somebody came out and rebuked these people. But they have followers that follow them and they hear their voices. And we've even had some leave our church, leave sound doctrine and follow those voices. And I'm not, I'm serious. I could call names, but I'm not. And they are following these false prophets that are telling people that they're the only ones that can hear from God and you better listen to them and, and you better follow their teachings. And they've left the Bible Church of God and they're caught up in that stuff. We better be careful what voices we're listening to, church. And make sure it lines up with the Holy Word of God. And my Bible don't say about no, nothing about no jello mountains and don't say nothing about Santa Claus in heaven and don't say nothing about no chocolate waterfalls. Amen. Oh, here's a good one for you. Did you know in heaven that cows drive tractors? This person said these things. I know they sound ridiculous. This person has written books. This person has a following on TV. Well known. Tractors in heaven. We don't even need a tractor in heaven. Hello, we ain't growing food. We ain't farmers. We're praisers. Amen. And cows can't drive on earth. Cows ain't going to drive in heaven either. Got good news for you. We ain't driving nothing either because we're going to be traveling at the speed of thought. Woo! Amen. We don't need no car in heaven. We need no tractor. Don't we need a cow. I don't need no cow in heaven. Keep all your cows on earth, brother. Don't need them heaven. Amen. What voices we're listening to. We better make sure it's the voice of God. Let's all stand to our feet this morning. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this word. God, we thank you, Lord. And we praise you that we can hear your voice. You are our shepherd. And we are your sheep. God, we are your we are the sheep of the pasture. We don't know to come in or to go out. God, we need you to tell us when to come in out of the rain. Oh, and when to go back out. Lord, we need you to protect us against the wolves. The wolves in sheep clothing. The wolves that try to destroy the flock. Lord, help us and protect us, oh God. Lord, help us and lead us in our lives, in our prayer life, in our personal Bible studies with you. Lord, lead us and guide us that we be not led astray. In Jesus' name, open our ears, our spiritual ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church today. In Jesus' name.
In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I never like to close the service out without giving an altar call. If you need to talk to the Lord, come on in the altar. We've got the anointed oil. We'd be glad to pray with anybody who wants to be anointed today for healing. Just come on up. We'll pray with you. You know me. I never want to close the service out without doing that. I believe in anointing oil and I believe in prayer. Amen? There's churches out there that don't even have altar services anymore. Amen. You coming for prayer? All right. Some of you ladies gathered around me. She's going to stand in for somebody this morning that needs the prayer. Somebody needs our faith this morning. Amen. Need God's wisdom. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. Father, you know the person. You know where they at. You know what's happening. Father, we ask you with the Holy Ghost Spirit to be upon this person right now. The Holy Spirit given wisdom right now in Jesus' name. Send forth the angels in protection right now. Send forth the angels for guarding right now. All spiting in the spiritual realm against any demonic force that tries to torment. In Jesus' name. We speak freedom. We speak joy. And we speak healing over this person. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Anybody else this morning? Anybody else? Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Y'all raise those hands this way. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, as He stands in the gap for these precious souls today. Lord, there's no distance in prayer, no time. Your Spirit is there. Oh, we plead the blood of Jesus over these precious souls. Oh, there's nothing more powerful than Your blood. There's healing, there's forgiveness. Oh, there's power for protection in the blood. In Jesus' name, right now, restore, recover, release your anointing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Anybody else this morning? Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. I know this ain't one of those shouting messages where the pastor's swinging from the lights and stuff, running. Amen. But some of these things are important, amen? amen. But we're living in some strange times, people. We're living in some very, very strange times. I mean, just last week, Angel was telling us about all that strangeness of the world that we didn't know nothing about. We need to be able to hear from God. And then we need to teach somebody else how to hear from God. How many of y'all want your grandchildren to be able to hear from God? Amen. amen? Won't you fail to hear, teach those babies how to hear from God? I'm so grateful my grandmother was a God woman, God fearing woman, and took me to church and taught me how to hear from God. We got to pass this on, church. We got to have conversations, we got to have Bible studies, we got to have prayer, and teach our families how to hear from God this morning. Amen. Amen. Y'all ready to eat this morning?
Please stay with us as we spend some time in fellowship this morning. Amen.